get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Count that, that big bang. One of my favorite hockey analysts in the country is Craig Button, really in the world, North America. Let's put it that way. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. He is of TSN. You can follow him on Twitter at Craig J. Button. Craig, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I am good, Alex. Thanks for the nice introduction. And uh, it's always a pleasure to join you and BK. Absolutely. It's great to have you on. Uh, Craig, let's start with this. I, just overall thoughts on the blue season so far. H- how did we get here? How did we get to this team picking in the top 10 in the NHL draft right now? I like the chuckle too there, Craig. <laughs> well, you know, you know because we, we've watched the blues, right? We've watched the blues play so incredibly well. And then we've watched the blues play so incredibly poor. You know, injuries have had a factor in this. But I, I think all in all, when you have a team here, is a, is a team that just isn't quite good enough. You know, good teams don't fall into these, what I call these valleys. And, and, and the Blues, even when they were healthy, were falling into these valleys. And, you know, I think that it, 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 you might want to think that your team is better than that. But I think it's a really good indication that, your team isn't as good as you, as you as you as you thought it could be, and certainly you know you think back. I mean, 2019, you know, we're coming up on four years with the Stanley Cup, and it doesn't seem that long ago. But you look at the team, and you look at some different changes uh, to the roster that have been significant, and you, you know, you, you players get a little bit older, you lose some really good quality players, and and, and that's going to impact you in a way. But but I think what's clear, and, and to me it is, is that the team didn't find themselves here by accident. Okay, maybe they would be picking 11 to 14 or 11 to 15 without some of the injuries, but I don't think the team's good enough. It's not quick enough. It's not fast enough. I think on the blue line, they're not, they're not good enough to, to, you know, the team in 2019 that was so good winning the Cup, they, they just suffocated you. They, they shrunk the ice on opponents. This team, this blue line can't do that. And I think that for Doug Armstrong, you know, who I believe has always had a clear view of his team. He's had faith when he needed to faith, have faith and belief when he needed that belief. And I think he also deals in reality. I think he understands, you know, where a team sits and that there comes a point in time. And he talked about it. He talked about it in the, in, in the early in the, not early in the season, but, you know, back in November, he said, hey, listen, I, I built the team. It's on me. I, I, you know, sometimes what you believe in doesn't come to fruition. And I don't think Doug is uh, hesitant to acknowledge that the team isn't as good as he thought he would be or that, that it may have shown at different times. And in the same breath, I don't think he's reluctant to, to, to make uh, changes uh, heading into the trade deadline that will set for the future. 
Craig, we you know how this goes from a fan base. When a team struggles, everybody wants to blame somebody. You've been a general manager. How much blame do you put on yourself as a GM when things like this go wrong? Or do you look at the players and say, this is on you guys? Yeah, I, so, so, so I always <laughs> it's a great question. And I think that one of the things that you always come up, well, who put the players out there? Who, who put the team together? And I'm a big believer that it always starts at the top. The manager is the one to put the team together. So you, 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 if, if the players aren't doing it, well, then you're the one to put them there. You're the one to put this team together. You're the one that, you know, uh, you know, orchestrated this, this group of players. So, yeah, can you say that players have underperformed and players not played up to the level? Yeah, you can say that. It's not 100% on the, on the management, right? And, again, it, it, if you're in that role as a manager and a leader, you know what? You're responsible, and therefore you're accountable. And I, I know Doug really well, and I know Doug doesn't shy away from any type of accountability, and he, he touched on it in that press conference. And I don't, and it, it can become disappointing. It can become humbling to, to realize that, you know, what you're trying to do didn't come to fruition. But smart people, and Doug's smart, will come to the realization, okay, what do we need to, to do, do to make sure we don't end up in this spot again? What do I need to do to be better? And, and you're having these constant conversations and, uh, with your coaching staff, with your internal uh, management group. And, and you're always looking at, at, at what we could have done better, what we could have done differently. That's all part and parcel. But it always the, the manager puts the team together, not anybody else. Craig Button is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You can find his work over at TSN. Uh, Craig, this all gets us to, or closer to at least, the trade deadline, where we're about four weeks away now. The big names for the Blues, they've been bandied about ad nauseum, are Vladimir Tarasenko and Ryan O'Reilly. we got to see O'Reilly, of course, get back on the ice first before we can really assess what, where he's at health-wise. But if we assume that both of them are healthy, ready to go, and they're both willing to go where needed, what do you think the return price is going to be for the Blues? What are they going to be looking for as we get closer to the deadline for those two guys uh, in particular? Well, I mean, like they're a little bit different points in, in, in their careers. You know, you know, a little bit older. You know, Vladdy's thirty-one, and you know, Ryan O'Reilly, who's been a terrific player. I mean, you're looking at a player that's thirty-two, and you know, and you look at what was in the return for Bo Horvat. Well, Bo Horvat's a lot younger. He's only going to be 28. But I, I, I think that the parameters of deals like that are in place. Is it, is, is it a prospect? Is it a, yeah, I don't think you're getting an A prospect. Could you get a first-round draft pick uh, for, for, from a team? Yeah, I think. Because I, the teams that are going to be interested in Ryan O'Reilly and Vladimir Tarasenko, those are the teams that are going to be picking lower in the first round. So they're looking at their first-round draft pick that's something okay. That's an that's a a draft pick asset that we have that we're willing to part with. Can, can you get a prospect? Like I said, I don't think it's an A prospect. I think you're looking at B prospects, maybe B plus prospects if you can push the envelope and 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 try to get that. That's what I see as, as a reasonable return for those players. You know, one of the players that fascinates me tremendously, his salary is right. He's another UFA is Ivan Barbashev. I think Ivan Barbashev has tremendous value out on the, uh, on, the, on, on the trade market because his salary fits into a lot of different places. He, he, he can play in different spots in your lineup and do different things. And so he becomes another, I think he becomes a really significant player 
for Doug Armstrong uh, to, to consider trading as well. And, you know, he's an unrestricted free agent as well. Do you think that resembles the Lekkonen deal from last year where he got a second round pick in return? Uh, which Lekkonen deal? From the, Montreal the, to Colorado. Yeah, the one to Colorado where he ended up getting a second round pick for, for Montreal. Well, he also got a, he, 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 he who, who got the, well, uh, Justin Barron and, yeah. uh, and, and a second round pick went to Montreal. So again, so Montreal got the, got Justin Barron, right? Who was, who, who was a late first round draft pick and a second round pick, right? So, uh, like, I think that, you know, those are parameters that fit. Those are, those are templates. I think that, that, that you can work through and say, Hey, this is what we got in this regard. But keep in mind, you know, it's great to talk about what happened then. You also have to understand what the marketplace is now. And so I think that we, you look at return, you can always, you can always ask for whatever you want. <laughs> but just because of what you're asking doesn't mean you're going to get it. And I think that that's where reality has to come in. And the market last year, it might be better this year. It might not be as good this year. It all depends on what's happening. But I think when you, when you look at, when you look at salary, you look at teams that are up against the cap, how they fit players in, what players may interest the St. Louis Blues or prospects, I think that that all becomes a factor as well. Do you think, Craig, that this is going to go to March 3rd for the Blues with those players, or could you see Doug striking a deal earlier than that? I could see Doug striking a deal earlier than that. You know, Doug has tremendous amount of experience, and he, he, he's also got his finger on the pulse. So, like he, he'll know where there's where, where there's a where there's a, a better deal potentially available. He'll also know, hey, listen, this is a deal that really makes sense for our team right here, right now. So I, I, I mean, there might be a player. I mean, like let's just use Ryan O'Reilly as an example. Like, like I don't think any team that's a contender would be reluctant about adding Ryan O'Reilly. In fact, I think they'd be excited about adding Ryan O'Reilly. But because of a salary cap hit, right? You, you know, you're going to have to maybe get closer to that deadline, let more days pass before you can fit him in. You might have to do some more maneuvering. And this is what I mean about Doug having his finger on the pulse of, of the league. He also knows, okay, who's serious, who's not. Okay, I'm willing to go a little bit longer with you because I know what you're trying to do, and I'm willing to work with you while you try to do that. But once he, once he gets to a point, I'm talking about Doug here, where he says, okay, you're the team now to make the deal, then he'll be ready to do that. Could that be March 3rd? Maybe March 1st? Could it be February 24th? It could be. But I think that it's it's more, I could see an Ivan Barbashev perhaps, you know, going a little bit earlier. But I also could see Ivan Barbashev going right to the deadline because teams that maybe are after Ryan O'Reilly or after another centerman that they, that they were looking at or a versatile player like Barbashev coming back and saying, well, okay, we're, we're going to give you this for Barbashev. That's the experience factor of Doug knowing where he's at. So I, I think it's all dependent on, 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 who, on, on the teams that are pursuing them, but the salary cap and the higher salaries push teams to want to wait a little bit longer, which means that the, the, the trading team, the player that is going to move a player, has to wait a little bit longer as well. Craig, final one from me. And, of course, the Blues get back in action on Saturday. And as we've just talked about, the trades are expected between now and March 3rd. From your perspective, is there anything to be watching with this Blues team the rest of the way? Because they do still have a competitive team that you hope can be turned around by next season. 
I think that they can turn around by next season. I don't, I don't have any question about it. You know, depending on what they do, you, you know, you have $7.5 million coming off the cap with Tarasenko. You have $7 million uh, coming off with – you have $15 million in O'Reilly and, 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 uh, and, and Tarasenko coming off the cap. You know, you got some young players – that I think are, are, are ready to, to take another step. I talk about Thomas and Cairo. I mean, I think that, given, you know, their long-term contracts, you know, the way that they've shown that they can take a leading role is, is important for them. But they've got some really good young players in their system. And, you know, Jake Neighbors, who, who's not a front-line player, but, but, but he's a player you want in your lineup. He's competitive. He's hard. And so, you know, you start to look at, at those areas of, of, of your group and, 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 and money to spend, I, I, I don't think there's any question that you can uh, have an opportunity to be a good team next year. And I think if you're looking down the stretch here with your team, what you're, what you're trying to do is just trying to assess, okay, what do we need a little bit more here? It's going to give Craig Ruby and the coaching staff, let's try out this player here. Let's see if he can handle that, which also can become instructive for what more you might have to do in different areas of your team to be competitive next year. Craig, we'll get you out of here on this one. I got to ask you about the defense core because early on in our conversation, you mentioned team speed and defense as being two areas that need to improve. One of the problems, though, is they've got all these guys signed long term. They've got Letty for another three years. They've got Pareko for another seven. They've got Krug and Falk uh, for another four after this season. How do you navigate that if you're Doug Armstrong of trying to upgrade your blue line while having these long term contracts on the books? Well, it's not easy, okay? So it's not easy, but, you know, Colton Pareko, like, again, I'm going to go to Pareko, Letty, Krug, and, and talk about Falk. I, I, it, it's not so much that you're, you you can do anything with them or even if you want to do anything with them. I, I think it, it's how you support them. So, so who are the two defensemen? Who are the three defensemen? You, you know, you have Scandella, who's injured, you, and, 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 you know, can, can he come in and can he uh, give you a little bit? But... You know, Bortuzzo, who, who's got another year, but he's under a million dollars. So if he doesn't play, you can put him in the minors. I, I think that it's about how, what type of defenseman, what two or three defensemen can you add that support those four defensemen, that, that, that allow those guys to be slotted into the right areas ice time-wise, matchup-wise, where they can play to their capabilities and are not extended beyond them. That's the key. It doesn't have to be a sexy name. It just has to be two, I think, two really good players that can ease the burden on those, on those four players that, as you point out, have long-term contracts. He's Craig Botton, one of the best in the business. You can find his work over at TSN. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at Craig J. Button. We always appreciate him giving us a little time here on 101 ESPN. Hey, Craig, all the best to you and yours. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. Anytime you want, Alex and BK, always a pleasure to join you. Thanks for having me.